Folks, do you remember the Terry Metter case where I talked about B307 Aware? This week, I have Jim Mitchell to talk more comprehensively about the program. And of course, I have the updates from DCI with Missing People of Wyoming founder Desiree Tinoco. I'm Renee Nelson, and this is Unsolved Wyoming. I'm here with Jim Mitchell from B307 Aware Program. Jim, can you tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into the 307 Aware Program? Give us your background. Excellent. Uh, I've been in emergency services since uh, 1986. Um, EMS, uh, law enforcement, and now I'm the current emergency management coordinator for Sublette County and a member of Tip Top Search and Rescue. Oh, wow. You definitely have quite the experience behind you then. Well, I think it's incredible. This program came my way when I was working with Wyoming Game and Fish about, you know, tips and tricks on how to be safe out outdoors while recreating or while hunting. But now we're getting into the thick of hunting season. Deer season is just right around the corner. And I think it would be really great for people to hear about your program kind of, you know, what it is, the ins and outs, and then any safety tricks or tips that you have in regards to hunting. The talking to Game and Fish, the the head of our um, division, our Pinedale office is John Lund. Mm -hmm. I've had conversations with him about using radios in hunting and they're not illegal, contrary to my belief. I found that out. So um, we're seeing more and more use of these two-way type walkie-talkies in a hunting situation. And um, it was neat to get their support. And the next update they do to their statewide flyers, they will have B307 Aware on there as a as uh, as a program that could benefit uh, lost or injured or uh, somebody stranded in the backcountry. In a little history of B307 Aware, um, got a phone call from a friend of mine in Saratoga, Pat Walliser. He's the the volunteer fire chief in Saratoga and also a member of Carbon County Search and Rescue. They were seeing a lot of people uh, coming from uh, the whole Western United States um, as far back as uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota to access um, the backcountry in Carbon County on the Colorado border in the Medicine Bow National Forest. And um, they had these, these two-way radios but when they'd get lost, stuck, broke down, or injured, um, they were having a hard time communicating with them because they also carried, um, they search and rescue also carried those type of radios, but had no idea on what channel they were using. There's 22 different channels. Um, they come in different power settings um, from half a watt to two watts. And it was unknown on what they were with 130 plus people that had made it back or from there doing some investigation and finding out what frequency they were on. Uh, setting up B307 Aware made sense to us as it was the prefix for Wyoming Telephone, mm-hmm. and it was a two-watt channel. So channel three, privacy code, 
zero seven made that uh, just a just a good choice. We ran with that. I talked to my sheriff here, Casey Lear, and he got the idea to Scott Stewart, which is the sheriff of Park County, and also then was the chair of the state SAR council. I um, talked to our search and rescue. I talked to our local snow machine club, and they were uh, 100% behind this. And then I presented in the summer of 21 to the search and rescue council. They were behind it 100% and ended up helping us fund uh, this program with the donations that you um, check on your box. It's not just a $2 box, but that's what's asked. But you can uh, search and rescue council board and the money is fiduciary managed, fiduciarily managed by Wyoming Office of Homeland Security. So that brought myself and uh, Deputy Director George Nyken and their public information officer, Kelly Ruiz, and then also our public information officer here in Sublet County, Travis Bingham, um, together. And we worked the program. Facebook page was set up. Um, we did some videos last winter and got those on the Facebook page. And we've had some success stories, but we're just trying to keep the word out that anybody with these radios can use it as a tool for us to help find you if there's a problem. So it's not a 911 channel, but it is a way that you can go to that channel and monitor if you've um, been forthwith and uh, forthright and s said that you're in the area that you said you'd be recreating, which, sorry, when we enter that search area, would start to look for you and broadcast on that channel. And the person that was lost or injured would be on that channel listening and they could direct us into them. Now we've before B307 aware, we've had success stories where we actually found out what frequency the, the, the missing parties were on and were able to talk to them when we started our search at 10 o'clock at night. Wow. They'd, had, they'd had a pretty bad day. They were in the back country, got separated from their group. Group thought they were right behind them and thought they'd be out any minute. So they went back to green river. Um, uh, two guys were still up. One of the machines had a mechanical. So they were two guys on one sled and then it, it became uh, too technical to ride two people on the thing. So one guy was riding in the track as the other guy forged ahead to a, a place where he could wait for his partner. Ended up, the first guy ended up getting uh, caught in an avalanche and buried to his neck and his buddy happened upon him in the dark, dug him out and they left the snow machine. They walked a little bit further and decided that it was best for them to stay under a tree for the night. So when our guys entered the area at 10 o'clock at night after the, the wives said, you know, our husbands are at home. Weather was going to turn bad and, and get severely cold up here. So search and rescue was initiated here. They unloaded at the Horse Creek parking lot and started talking to them directly on their frequency. So it works. It, it, it's, an, it's a neat thing. And uh, we're just trying to get the word out. Again, this is for all backcountry recreationalists. Um, there's a big ice climbing community in Park County, uh, West Cody, that they use these radios specifically. And um, Sheriff Stewart up there has um, backed this program 100% and is getting the word out up there. We do have the Facebook page and it's connected to the SAR Council page through Homeland Security for tips and stuff, how to be prepared in the backcountry. And it's up for anybody, Jeepers, People with UTVs, motorcycles, skiers, snowshoers, anybody that's in climbers, anybody that's in the backcountry that uh, might need a chance to talk to their party or 
if they know 307, they can get to that and go to a listen mode and we'll start talking to them on that channel. One of the things that you mentioned that I thought was really important in the pre-interview was that the type of radio that this can be used on, that, you know, you have been seeing, you know, there's folks who are coming into the area who have like these really fancy radios. You don't need a fancy radio in order to be able to access this, correct? No, that's correct. Um, uh, on our Facebook page, we've uh, posted a kind of a uh, who's got the best thing and where where what situations they work best in and everybody should work that choice when they purchase radio um, to what they think they're going to be using for some are waterproof some have better transmission some have better receive some um, have better battery but that's all broke down on that uh, facebook post the the neatest thing is is that anybody can access this for about a pair of radios for about 30 to 60 dollars um, and have another tool to use to help search and rescue assist them if needed. Absolutely. I think in the episode that we did with, um, for the Terry um, Metter case, you know, I talked about inReach, you know, which is by Garmin and, you know, you know, definitely a more expensive unit and also requires, you know, a subscription. And so this is a really nice, the B307 Aware program is a really nice substitute for folks who may not be able to afford you know, an in-reach device that has that fancy subscription and right. still feel as though they have, you know, like a, a safety net around them without I, having to spend that extra money. I think with the in-reaches and the spots and the other personal locator beacons that um, that's just one way to get us uh, initiated, but we still have to come find you. And uh, once you've been in a part of a search and rescue, those um, GPS coordinates um, move around mm -hmm. and sometimes it's not uh precise you're going to come find me where i'm standing so oh, we can right. we get to that area but we don't have real time because it takes internet to get it takes internet to get the e email back and forth not a 911 but it's another way for you to direct us in um, any special needs once we have two-way real-time communication we can real relay back to uh, medical or uh, other personnel for help on what we need to get you out. That's excellent. Well, thank you so much for sharing about the program and, and, and you know, that we don't need a fancy radio and, you know, how the, the program came to be and how it's funded. The last thing that I wanted to ask, uh, since you are so active in search and rescue, and it sounds like you've had a very busy summer, is what tip do you recommend for, you know, to stay safe when you do get into a situation of the unexpected? I would think knowing what you're getting into, checking the weather and being prepared or whatever your location is for a three hour tour and not being prepared for what could happen. We've had people spend the night out in the summer and run risk of exposure in um, shorts and t-shirt because they spent the night out or <laughs> had a very um, miserable 24 hours while we um, tried to locate them. Knowing that it takes a while, most search and rescue systems in the state are volunteer. Those people mm -hmm. come from their homes and jobs to come and assist you, and they're very dedicated, but it takes a, a minute to get them moving. So at, at, at least you need to be 12, hour, 12 to 24 hours sufficient wherever you're going in the backcountry. My snow machine pack weighs about 40 pounds, and that's with a little bit of food, a little bit of water, but a lot of extra clothes and, and stuff to dig a, a shelter. So just just be prepared and, and knowing that you, you've got to be responsible for a little bit of time while we get activated. I think that's fantastic advice, especially 
I think to me, even hearing, you know, 12 to 24 hours, you know, that's a really good time frame to think about what can happen. You know, obviously you're going to go through at least half a day. So, you know, if you get lost at noon, right, or, you know, get injured at noon, you know, high sun all the way to the cooler temps at, you know, midnight, that's that's a pretty significant temperature change to be prepared for. Yeah, that could be anywhere from 40 to 50 degrees here. Yeah, that's, yeah, Wyoming weather, right? So I think that's really insightful. Jim, do you want to share anything else with listeners? No, I really appreciate the chance to get to um, promote B307 Aware. It's been a really good program and um, we just like to get the word out. Definitely. And I, I think I can speak on many people's behalves that we appreciate your effort and coordination and, you know, and all the volunteers that, you know, like you said, leave their homes in the middle of the night to go help other folks out who are, who are in need. So thank you. Afternoon, Desiree. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. I uh, well, just wanted to touch base with you this week. You know, the really has cooled off this week here in Cheyenne. We actually have lots of rain. What about your area? Yeah, the weather's been nice. Uh, the little bit of fall that we get here in Wyoming, I'm greatly appreciating it. Right. Well, speaking of you know, fall and the season changing, because I think today is actually the first day of fall. What cases do you have for us or what updates do you have for us from DCI? The Rock Springs Police Department asked for assistance in locating a juvenile that was found a short time later. Uh, we have some wonderful news out of Bighorn County. A 61-year-old man was reported missing after he didn't have contact with his family for several days while out hunting. Uh, he was found a short time later, so that's great to hear that. It can be a scary situation for sure. And uh, we have three new cases added to DCI's database and no resolved cases this week. Madison Mitchum, age 16, was last seen in Casper on September 6th. She's a white female, approximately 5'4", 165 pounds, with green eyes and blonde hair. She was last seen wearing a red hoodie, gray pants, with black and white Nike high top shoes. Anyone with information, please contact Casper PD at 307-235-8278. Haley Cleaver, age 15, was last seen in Casper on September 4th. She's a white female, approximately 5'8", 230 pounds, with brown eyes and brown hair. She was last seen wearing a black t-shirt with a red emblem, green leggings, and rainbow sandals. She has a tattoo of a butterfly on her forearm. Anyone with information, please contact Casper PD at 307-235-8278. And lastly, Alexander Jones, age 17, was last seen in Laramie on September 3rd. He's a white male, approximately 5'8", 211 pounds, with blue eyes and brown hair. Anyone with information, please contact Albany County Sheriff's Office at 307-721-2526. And of course, with all cases, you can contact Wyoming DCI at 307-777-7181. They also have an option to submit tips anonymously on their website. Thank you for that update, Desiree. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining me this week, folks. All of the information from B307 Aware is linked in the show notes, so you can get to their Facebook page and the informational flyer that I also posted in the Terry Metter case as well. So be sure to check those out, share them on your social, let people know that this is out there, because you never know when you're going to need this information. We'll check in again with you next week.